from Hello and you're very welcome to this week's uh, Craig Sport with myself, Aidan Raftery. And this, this show is all about people, sports people in, from the village of Craig's who are involved in sport, coaches, players, supporters, and also supporters and players that have, and coaches that have, um, that have Craig's connections. And now from, uh, from Craig's Rugby Club, um, former, former president of Craig's Rugby Club, and uh, he's also involved with the IRFU and Connacht Rugby. We have Adrian Eddy. Hello, Adrian. How are you? Hi, Eden. Good, good to be with you again. Not too bad. That's great. Great having you. Thanks very much for taking the time to come in. And uh, yeah, so uh, exciting times, as we said last uh, at the last interview. And um, I suppose uh, you were saying last night that you had the uh, the interview last night. We had the annual, or the, the AGM. Annual, yeah. yeah, we had the annual general meeting of uh, Craig's Rugby Club uh, last night. And uh, unfortunately, with the times that we're in it with COVID-19, we had to have uh, the meeting by Zoom. But uh, most uh, club members in that there were able to manage it and came in and contributed uh, to the meeting. And it went off extremely well. It was one of the most positive AGMs that I, that I have been at for years. And I suppose it just shows the... Um, the amount of great volunteers that we have in Craig's Rugby, the the amount of work that uh, people does on a, on a voluntary basis, and it just shows that with the thriving uh, club, uh, both on the rugby field with the development of underage and uh, team, I was at a recent game in um, with the first team in Chum, uh, and. Because most of the players were under 20. So that shows the, the way that the club and the development is going through the local schools uh, in the area that we're, we're getting uh, them involved in, in Craig's. And of course, the financial positions as a result of the lockdown is, is uh, an area of concern for all clubs um, and, and in all sports as well at the present time. And... You know, needless to say, we thank our our great sponsors, our people that so supports the lotto, and and all other ways and in, in financially and the support of the local community is absolutely fantastic in Craig's. That's it, and uh, I suppose really last weekend as well, uh, it was a great weekend for the development side and the first team, both having both having wins over the weekend. Absolutely, and it just shows that uh, the, the the depth and talent. And, and the amount of player, the player panel there uh, that we were able to put out two senior t- teams with uh, plenty of subs and giving everybody a game. That's the, what rugby is about, uh, to get people involved. And, and it was great to be able to pull off uh, uh, victories against our two neighbours, our first team against Buccaneers and uh, our se- development team away to Carrick and Shannon. So... You know, hopefully um, that we can, and uh, that rugby and all sports will continue in the region, and that the uh, COVID uh, that we're not that we're not uh, put into stage three, which could have a serious effect yeah. on uh, on on sporting and not alone rugby but other sports uh, within Roscommon and Galway. That's it, and I suppose you know the people that are that are involved now, Niall Quinn. Uh, Gets you know the people that are are involved, you know that that I can interview people like uh, you know Tom Cole, Coleman who I who I interviewed there, 
a couple of weeks ago he's going to be doing monthly interviews with us the f- former nutritionist with IRVU and different teams and Conor, Conor McGregor's former nutritionist as well and uh, of course Peter Bracken the former Ireland player and uh, he played for Connacht and uh, Munster and of course Wasps and uh, you know play people like that and and of course uh, John Martin like I said to there off air um, a referee with the uh, Referees Association Connacht branch all those people, uh, like I said off air, they, they all have very fond and great things to say, positive things to say about Craig's, which is which is must be great feedback for a bit, someone that's involved in Craig's Rugby Club like yourself um, to hear, hear things like that. And you know, it's it's a it's nice to hear it, isn't it? Yes, uh, there there are people that uh, that have been involved at various levels within the the uh, Connacht setup. And uh, Peter, of course, uh, not alone uh, played um, for for Connacht, but he played for uh, a number of other clubs as well. And I was lucky to be on a, a tour to uh, South Africa when uh, Peter was playing uh, with the uh, Irish colleges at the time. And uh, Peter actually uh, got the best player of the tournament, and we he was awarded the best player of the tournament uh, at at the times and. You know, he went on to be a very good prop and from connections within Craig's and also his parents from Torremore. Um, he, like as I said, uh, he was a great ambassador for uh, Connacht Rugby and John Martin is doing a great job uh, from Roscommon as secretary of the Referees Association within Connacht. And like, you know, from a Connacht perspective, it's... It's great uh, to see um, that development with with Connacht, and now in the professional era that we have um, Connacht uh, put up against all the other um, provinces and able to you know as I say since our great victory in the Pro 12 and we start out again in the new uh, 2021 uh, Pro Pro 14 season and. They were uh, taking on Glasgow in the sports ground um, this Saturday. And that will be a change because uh, with a lot of games now, it's uh, with the small numbers of people, really you can see it, say that it's behind closed closed doors. And uh, that's, um, that's going to be uh, I- interesting to see how that goes because Glasgow is a very formal site as well. And uh, we would hope that we would be able to win our home games. And it'll be great to see our own Dennis Buckley out again, Jack Carty and other players and players, young players that have come in uh, from the academy into into the Connacht setup. And uh, we're also <clears throat> not alone in the in the Pro 14, but we're back in the in the Champions Cup uh, this year as well. And we're really looking forward to that from a Connacht perspective. And hopefully that we will be able to get attendances back at these matches again. That's it. And of course, uh, the fact that you're in the, con- the, the um, you know, back in the Champions Cup again or whatever, you, you know, it, you learn a lot from that competition and, uh, you know, the quality of opposition that you'll have in that in that tournament. Absolutely. It's a, it's a absolutely fantastic tournament. And naturally enough, it, it's a, a big tournament uh, from a financial point of view, from getting the broadcasting rights um, it all helps to pay the bills and uh, keep um, uh, professional players and keeps the 
uh, may be able to bring in um, better players or, you know, to like Bundyaki is um, a huge inspiration to all the young lads and that there that, that comes into Craig's and, or comes into uh, the sports ground and with Connacht. And we have been fortunate enough that we have had Bunny and that there in, in, in Craig's. And he he's a great draw for for, for people and uh, for for young players of the future. That's it. And I suppose really, you, you know, the Connacht, Ulster, Munster and Lancer in, around Ireland, you know, they're, they are players that like, you know, kids can meet, I suppose, really, you know, it's sometimes when there's open training sessions and things like that and maybe even kind of after matches and... So, like, I mean, the the kids can see these players on on the pitch and all that, and at training. But they they're they're very approachable type of players as well. Like, they can well, go up to them, you know. Absolutely, Eden, and you know, we had them. Uh, the team trained an open training session in Craig's, and the interest from all the schools and there there was a couple of hundred uh, uh, kids uh, from from the schools out, and the interest that they showed them. The players made themselves available uh, to to them all and signed autographs and talked to them and helped them along the way and maybe someday that they will become uh, a professional player for Connacht and maybe play for for Ireland as well. That's it, and of course uh, from from the club as we said in the last uh, in the last interview, then there was players from Europe, from from Craig's that uh, you know are involved in the Con- in the Connacht uh, you know kind of academy or whatever the underage. Um, the underage level, yeah. They worked their way up uh, to, uh, you know, from nearly under 16 level up uh, in, in the various uh, under 18 squads with, with Connacht and they, they play interprovincials. Unfortunately, uh, some of our young lads and young girls lost out this year as, as a result of um, the COVID as well. And yeah. uh, that was unfortunate that they missed out on, on getting a, a, a Connacht cap. And maybe that would have helped them if if they got that type of exposure to go on to go on further. But let's hope that their day in the sun will 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 come again, and that they will be able to represent Connacht at a higher level. That's it, and of course <coughs> a few of the a few of the players as well got to got on the school squad, the Ireland school squad, schoolboy squad as well. Absolutely, and you know we it's it's great to see. Uh, that type of development coming through at schools level, uh, both in, in in the CBS here and the community college in Roscommon and Ballygar and the different local schools. It's it's all it's all a help uh, for the development within within Craig's and uh, the young lads coming that you mentioned there regarding our development squad. A lot of them lads are coming through into the development squad and experiencing. Uh, rugby at a higher level. That's it, because um, I suppose from for the first team in Craig's, you know, for them to have, and they have some wonderful uh, players in the in the first team squad. You still you still kind of need strength and depth so that you know for injury things like injuries and suspensions that you can delve into the development squad as well. You know that's that's handy to have as a backup. Oh, it's extremely on two fronts. One in relation to competition for places. It. It, it, uh, the squads train together and there's uh, you know a, a lot of players uh, going for certain positions and that there within the club and that leaves it easier for uh, selectors 
that they know that they have their panel of players that they can that they can avail of on on a particular weekend. So it's uh, a big help from that point of view, and you know the the depth um, that you have within the club is very important because you know, there's no there's no season that you'll go without a number of in injuries, and this is the importance of having players that, of that caliber that can slot in. Uh, that would be playing on the development team. They can slot in to the first team and and take 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 it on as he will know all the having trained with the first team. He'll know all the various uh, calls and and drills and so on that the first team does. Um, during the game that's it and of course the fact that they train with the first team as well they learn a lot from the first team players you know and I'm sure first team players will be talking to them about how they can improve certain certain facets of their game and things like that and that's the whole idea of the development panel that they learn from the first team very, mu very much so and uh, the, the facilities that we have now in Craig's allows that to, to, to happen that you know that we can split up uh, backs and and forwards in in on different pitches if necessary, and uh, bring and, and bring them together and have have games uh, against one another and mix and match and that there uh, on on a particular night. So all all that helps it when you have when you have numbers, it leaves it a lot easier for coaches and that there to to work with players because. We have a difficulty, uh, like a lot of rural clubs in, in, in all sports, yeah, that a lot of the young players are away uh, working and away at college. And we we might, um, that the only time that you get a full maybe training session is on a Friday evening uh, yeah. when, the, when the players uh, come back from, from workers or from college. Um, you have to make the best of it at that particular time. That's it, and I suppose really looking at your own rules, you're you're involved with your own roles. I suppose in rugby, with uh, you're involved with the Connacht Council uh, rugby and also the IRFU. Um, can you tell the listeners a bit about that? Yeah, I'm uh, represent uh, Craig's on uh, Connacht rugby for a long number of years now. Uh, too many to mention, maybe. Um, I would so. Uh, I have served on a, a lot of different positions uh, within Connacht, and, and including being uh, Connacht uh, president as well. So uh, I went on from that then to get elected on to to represent Connacht as the delegate on the IRFU, and <clears throat> recently there was a, a further election uh, for, as my term was up to to get to go for an election again. And fortunately enough that uh, I'm elected back onto the IRFU. So the position is very responsible. It, it, it actually deals with the professional game. Uh, it deals with the AIL competitions, the junior, uh, under underage rugby, uh, women's rugby. Uh, and, you know, may, you know the, across the board, really, of all domestic game and... It it uh, has a lot of responsibilities, and you're dealing with uh, all aspects of, of the game and all the various competitions and cups, with leagues and cups, um, both at a provincial level, national level, and so on. So, you are also given clear responsibility <coughs> for various areas within the sport and on on various subcommittees. Uh, I would be 
involved with on the f financial side of things as well. And in the last while, uh, it has become a very big issue, particularly in relation to the professional side, in order to keep the four provinces and the Irish side and the women's side and the domestic side of the game going. That it involves um, uh, with the, with the drying up of attendances at games, we're relying very heavily on on holding our sponsorships, holding our broadcasting rights. Uh, it's good to at least have have the game being played, and hopefully it will continue. But you know, for it to continue in the long term, you will need uh, uh, the attendances back at games because the the rugby professional side of sport and the overall sport, it's roughly t approximately taken about five million a, a month to to run uh, the sport in in Ireland here. So there's a lot of gathering of, of money in that. And again, uh, you have the overall the stadium, uh, the Viva Stadium, the, the the rental on it, the the various stadiums in the provinces. And we had also proposals to develop a, a stadium in, in the sports ground in Connacht. And I'm also involved in the uh, Ireland Junior Clubs, uh, responsible there for the, the various competitions and the Ireland competitions for junior clubs. And Craig's um, is involved last year and this year in it uh, as a result of their success in the junior league within Connacht. And they play... Um, last year's uh, champions uh, Kilfikil uh, in 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 January in that competition, and it's great to be you know that Craig's are involved and to be associated uh, uh, with the, with the committee, and I'm also chairman of the All Ireland uh, Youth Rugby as well, which involves all age groups uh, of. Uh, up to under 18, which includes mini rugby uh, as well, but for both uh, men and women. And um, on the women's committee, in and we have a lot of work going on there in relation to the growth of the women's game and and getting more and more clubs uh, involved in, in playing women's rugby. And one of the areas that we have concentrated a good bit in the last couple of years is in relation to the exiles of people that would be uh, living abroad with uh, Irish parents or connections with Irish parents that in order to get them to get involved in, in playing rugby uh, we have I'm involved on the exiles committee uh, we have a very strong committee in, in, in England and I go over and back to, 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 to meetings there and to clubs in, in, in England and that has uh, been been great. We have an exiles team that comes over at under eighteen level uh, to play uh, in UL when we with the other four provinces, and it's great excitement to have all these young lads brought together, uh, and it's great excitement too for their parents that they have a connection back here again with with Ireland with their with their young son or their or their young daughter. And there also there we have a scholarships uh, for the, some of the exiles to the universities, and um, that's a big help. And then finally, the charitable trust is another committee that I represent the IRFU on. It's uh, for injured uh, players and helping out players with with severe injuries. And um, uh, it's a uh, very. Uh, 
rewarding committee. Uh, it 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 uh, help you know and helping out uh, players that would have got injured and try trying to uh, get get facilities for them, helping them out uh, going through their rehab and 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 so um, you you get such a reward out of it and seeing how the players uh, ad- adapt to to their to their situation and uh, I enjoy. Uh, my my work involved with the, with the trust in helping players. That's it, and I suppose really uh, with, with yourself, like as as you said last in the last interview as well, you, you played the game as well. Um, so you have a player's understanding from it as well, which I suppose is a huge contribution to to all the other roles that you've done up up until now and the your current roles as well. Oh, it is, yeah. It, it, like as I say, there's there's nothing uh, in better than being grounded in your own club, and uh, you know that's why I like to be involved with my own club and with the committee because you you know how the the structure works and and you know what they they do the various issues that come up at club level that you can put that into uh, into a Connacht perspective or into an IRFU situation uh, when you're dealing with the various committees. Um, on, on these bodies and uh, you know uh, it's it's very very important that you you know that you see exactly uh, how clubs how clubs work and what you, what you need to do for clubs like financially uh, over the last while we have tried to help clubs to try and keep them in existence uh, by getting uh, various grants to clubs we have um, the another committee that I didn't say that uh, the, uh, earlier uh, work on club assist, which uh, helps out clubs uh, with um, low interest money and that there for for clubs as well that needs to develop. And gladly to say that Craig's availed of that, and I was glad to be able to bring all the union committee down to Craig's to see the work that the money had. Uh, and the grant money ha- had done in the in the developments uh, within Craig's, and uh, they were they were uh, gobsmacked at, at the development that has taken place in Craig's. That's it. And I was speaking, to, as I said, I was speaking to uh, John Martin, the re- the referee. There, a very good top level referee. He won the uh, the Mister Booter Award in twenty eighteen. But I, I put it to him about maybe you know over the last number of years, there's been a, a number of uh, rule changes. And you know, like, or you know, since since when he started doing referee up refereeing up until now, and uh, one of the things we were kind of saying was the whole thing around uh, the return to play uh, regulations. You know, the tests before a player can return from uh, we say concussion and things like that. Because um, I think it was a get Peter Bracken I was talking to about this, where there was a, a lad from Black Rock that um, he had a head injury. And then he came back, and uh, you know he, he well he played on or whatever. And then it, it happened again in another match, and there was a case about that. But you know when it's played, you know he was saying about those kind of the different rule changes. What are your thoughts on that over the? Over I, the I think it's uh, extremely important. Any of us that has played played sport and got a knock on the head, and you didn't know whether you had concussion or not, and you probably got a drop of water sprinkled on you back on, on the pitch again. <laughs> Magic dust. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it, 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 it showed the, the various dangers. So 
now uh, coaches and management of teams are, are taking a lot more responsibility and a lot of them have physios or doctors along the line now and particularly at a professional level is taken very serious and the, you know World Rugby have looked at this and they've looked to, to make the necessary changes to make the game uh, safer and one of the major changes that probably John outlined was to try and get the, the tackle lower that any type of a tackle above the shoulders or that there is penalised uh, severely now and rightly so yeah. because like, uh, can we try and avoid his, his injuries as much as possible and no matter what rules or regulations you bring in uh, there'll be always uh, there'll be always injuries so you you know well, one can get hurt crossing the road or doing it, you know, even without sport. Yeah, uh, that's it. So, you know, what you try and do uh, is to make the sport as safe as possible so that uh, boys and girls, men and women, can, can play the game as safely as possible. That's it, and I think that that's something that, the, in fairness to the IRFU and I suppose other rugby organisations around the world, have taken seriously and have taken steps to kind of make make it safer, isn't it? Yes, uh, one of the things that uh, areas that I'm involved with as a result of injuries uh, through with the Charitable Trust is that we do a lot of research work as well and we do a lot of research work in relation to youngsters who are carrying out a whole research programme there recently with all the, the schools and unfortunately it had... it. it uh, it wasn't able to continue at the at the moment, but again, uh, it is very important that uh, that research is done on various uh, aspects of injuries in relation to spinal injuries, in relation to uh, head injuries, and all. In in order to to make the again make the game safer, and as well as that. How you deal with uh, with injuries uh, afterwards as well is very important. That's it. Well, listen, thanks very much, Adrian, for uh, taking the time out to come in and do the interview with us. And I'm sure uh, it won't be too long before we'll be we'll be doing another interview again. Like we'd love to have you if there's ever ever any uh, you know events coming up either with with Craig's or Connacht or the IRFU, and you want the listeners to know. Uh, we we can uh, we can cover that in in uh, future in future interviews. Thank you again very much, Aidan. No problem, you're more than welcome. And that was uh, Adrian Liddy from Craig's Rugby Club and he's also involved in Connacht and the IRFU.